this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Greetings, traveler. Come warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Agelos, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, Arkaneer Silvershield. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I'm wonderful. I want to thank everyone for joining us on this eight-hour sleep marathon podcast, where what's going to happen is Ark and I are just going to sleep on stream. And you guys get to watch. So feel free to start whenever you want, Art, because I'm going to start right now. <laughs> you know, we should change our we should change our names to Tired Cast or something. Tired like Cast. I definitely feel yeah. like that's what it's going to be today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a sleepy day, and um, I know Ark was streaming a little while ago to stay awake, and uh, yep. <laughs> I've been trying to stay awake, and uh, here we are. I mean. It's it's a week. <laughs> anyway, we got a, a fun show planned for you guys, despite the fact that there was very little news to talk about. A few interesting things, but not a whole bunch. Um, but uh, we did get some gameplay in, which is always the best part of what we do here. And uh, I guess we should go ahead and just jump right into our gameplay right off the bat. So, Ark, tell us yeah. about Naked Dunmer. Okay, there's a story behind the Naked Dumber now. So first, I got to start. Um, so I got back to Morrowind to stay awake. So I started at like midnight, and I was actually playing it when we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last time I actually stopped <laughs> Morrowind, um, I was on this quest from the Ashkan of the Urshilako camp. Um even though they like took 500 gold from me just to talk to me, uh, Ashkan still asked me to, uh, you know, go and retrieve this ancient bow my father or whoever had. Uh, so I will talk to you, even though I had your 500 gold. But anyway, um, I mean, I mean, I already had established that Ashlanders are greedy Dunmers. I accepted my fate and went ahead, grabbed the bow. In the process, looted the entire uh, ancient burial ground or whatever it was because they took my 500 gold. Um, it's their fault, not mine. <laughs> um, so I come back. Um, the Ashkan says, 
okay, the wise woman will talk to you. Even though wise woman already talked to me because I paid her 200 gold. Um, you, you see the pattern here? Yeah, like, yeah, and, it's... Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so I talk about being the um, Nerevarine, the wise woman, right? And she says there are this bunch of prophecies, and I go through all of them. There is actually... Uh, you probably know this, the seven trials. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like in written in the way of 36 Lessons of Vivek, so I don't we could maybe read this if you want. It's up to you. It, it, uh, we could probably do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do, do I have to do it as sermon style or? I mean, I have it open. If you want, I, I can read it. But yeah, uh, go for it. Go for it. All right. So um, one of the prophecies, which um, pretty much includes everything in itself as well. It's like written in verses and... It's the seven visions of seven trials of the incarnate. So she tells me this, and I'm going to read this. And you can try to explain it, maybe, like what each trial means. So seven trials. What he puts his hand to, that shall be done. What is left undone, that shall be done. On a certain day to uncertain parents, incarnate moon and star reborn. Neither blight nor age can harm him. The curse of flesh before him flies. In Karen's dark azuras I see, and makes to shine the moon and star. A stranger's voice unites the houses. Three halls call him Hortator. A stranger's hand unites the Velothi. Four tribes call him Nerevarine. He honors blood of the tribe unmourned, he eats their sin and is reborn. His mercy frees and the cursed false god. His mercy frees the fir- cursed false gods, binds the broken, redeems the man. He speaks the law for Velot's people. He speaks for their land and names them great. So this was the seven trials and whatnot. Now I understood some of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and actually, actually talking part of that yeah. if you when the second you play Morrowind, like the when you first start it that is actually mm-hmm. read to you at the very beginning at least part of it, it? is read to you at the very beginning yeah um mm, i don't remember i yeah. may have missed it too um well, the ver- it's it's a heavily truncated version of that but when mm. you're in the cart um, the, yeah. the female voice that's talking to you and telling you, you know, you're on the cart tomorrow and, uh, you know, have no fear. Mm-hmm. It, it's, that is essentially what it's reading part of those, oh. of those, uh, trials. And I'm actually glad you brought these up because the Ashkan, uh, and, and the Ashlanders in general, like you get to see a good bit of them. Within the mm-hmm. not, I don't know if you get to see them in the Morrowind storyline because I haven't hit that yet. But you get to see a lot of them in Stonefalls. Actually, uh, there's a lot of Ashlanders, and the yeah. I- yeah. and the idea of the Nerevarine actually comes, if I remember correctly, from the dissident priests, which are actually a group of Ashlanders. Yeah, they mentioned it too. Like they mentioned, I need to grab a book from. Like the lost, I need to grab the lost prophecies from the dissident priests. Yep, 
or whatever they are. Well, the, the whole story of the Nerevarine kind of flies right in the face of the tribunal, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, when you're talking about the Nerevarine in any case, it comes from who? The Ashlanders. The Ashlanders don't worship the tribunal. They don't acknowledge them yep. as gods. In fact, they're, they're the ones who, you know, are kind of at odds with the tribunal temple because of what they believe happened to uh, Indril Nerevar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's actually, I, I like that you're talking to them because you do run across quite a few of them throughout the Ebonheart Pack storyline in, in small little segments. Like, I remember you're dealing with the Ashcon and the wise women in Stone Falls. Like, yeah. Yeah. The the temple make a choice kind of thing. Yeah, um, you know, because because there's like a warring Ashkan who's like going up against a tribunal temple, mm-hmm. and the wise woman's trying to talk them out of it. But you know, but and then also you get to deal with a subset of Ashlanders with in in um in in uh why am I drawing a blank on it? Uh, Deshawn. Right outside of Mournhold itself, when you're on the snake path, you know, the serpent trail or whatever it is. So you mm-hmm. find the merchant and they're trying to decide whether or not the merchant should actually live or not. Do you remember that quest yeah. line? Um, not really. I mean, I remember the ones in Stormfalls, but not in Deshaun. I hate Deshaun, so. I actually liked <laughs> Deshaun overall. Like, I didn't like the look of it, to be honest. Ash, like, I know the Stonefall's Ash to some people was boring, but I actually thought it was the, uh, the Mournhold storyline and the Deshaun was more mm-hmm. so. But I like the idea of the plague. Plus, it also has one of my favorite stories in it, specifically around one of the public dungeons when you go in there and it's essentially full of cannibals. Yeah. You remember, like, the guys who are eating the people? <laughs> Yep. Um, I think that's actually where you get the one little memento, the 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 sack of unknown meat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the one you vomit after yeah. using. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, like still the, the best thing about Deshan was that it's the zone that introduces. Um... Oh, I forgot the name. How how did I forget the name? Amalexia, the Dunmer that we all love. Oh, uh, Naru. Naru, yes. I'm like, uh, who is? Oh, yes, Naru, yes. That is the first time we get to actually see yeah. our our love, Naru, right? Um, yes. So yes, you are correct on that. <laughs> um, which is actually just really funny that you mention it because you know I had almost forgotten that. <laughs> um, but yes, that is the very first time you actually get to see Naru. I, for a second, I'm s- sitting there thinking Amalexia, but I'm like, I don't know very many people nah, who like think, Amalexia. Who, who cares about Amalexia when there is Naru? I mean, I do, but I liked her better <laughs> in Morrow and not the weird Dunmer that they refused to do anything special with model that they did in... Uh, yeah. Yeah, but... Well, it was their, like, amateur time, so... Yeah, yeah, I, I know. It was early on, they didn't really do a whole lot, but mm-hmm. I just... I feel like I feel like they should have went back and revisited her because she deserves so much more than what she got. I think she yeah. got the raw end of the deal. Um, I mean, they can actually like it. Shouldn't take too much work either. Like, just 
squeeze in one of the updates. We reworked uh, Almalexia, how Almalexia looked, looks, and that would actually be nice. That would get me to log on, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll spend like three hours like, wow, you're online for like eight hours. Yeah, I'm just staring at Almalexia, just doing my <laughs> thing, you know. Well, maybe Sora Sil will do that. Well, that's true, but I mean, just from the the artwork that they showed, uh, they I think they're doing okay. But I I know it's a long time, like the the time period. So I'm sure mm-hmm. he made a lot of modifications to himself. I just I I don't think he's enough yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see how it is. Well, yeah, when it when it comes in. I mean, I. That is that beeping coming yeah, from your side? That's me. That's me. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. It's my dehumidifier <laughs> down here decided I'm full and you should change <laughs> me. Uh, but I didn't do it yet because I didn't notice it was almost full before I started the show or else I would have already done it. Uh, alas, <laughs> that is what that beeping is. Um, so have no fear. Nothing is exploding. Nothing like that. We're all right. For a uh, second, I was like, is it from my kitchen or is it coming from the headphones? I Yeah, no, no, it's me. <laughs> it's me, you know. Because we run a professional show here and I did not clean up any background noise or anything of that nature yeah, like I should have. Really professional. <sighs> I know. Right. I'm going to blame it on being tired because <laughs> normally I do all that stuff. I shut off yeah. the lights, the extra stuff, and all that fun stuff. But today, <clears throat> excuse me, I just did not. So, but you know, here we are. I'll be, we're having some good lore conversations here, which is always (laughs) fun. I know that's always something that people tend to enjoy is different Mm -hmm. lore conversations. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Why is it? Oh, uh, it's actually, I forgot to say hello to the chat room, by the way. And I feel bad because, you know, people are, are, are doing all this stuff. Deshaun hate. I see that, but us. Script flip. Why doesn't this game have more viewers on Twitch? It's an awesome game. Should we tackle that? Mm, we could. We could. Yeah. I, guess. I mean, let's. Let's. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure about the reason, but we can try to come up with something. No, no. I, I can. I can tell you right now. I mean, honestly, the game itself. It is an awesome game. Like, it really is an awesome game. The story's really good. Visuals are amazing. There's there's a lot of stuff on there, but it's it's not really a game that streams well. It really doesn't mm-hmm. um, because it's a very personal experience when you're playing it. And I know, like you know, I've streamed it in the past. I know Ark streams it from time to time. Uh, a couple of the things you know are are really nice. Like battlegrounds are interesting to watch and stuff like that. But in the end. The the battlegrounds are good for an MMO, but in reality, other games do it better. And because other games do it better, that's where the streamers go. They're going to where the content and where the viewers are. And ESO is just boring to watch. I mean, the stuff that I enjoy doing, the PvE in most cases, is boring to watch if you're not playing it. Watching someone do story stuff, unless you really adore the story, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that is very much the case. I adore the story. But why wouldn't they just want to experience them themselves, right? You, you know what I mean? It's like, why would I want to watch 
you know, arc play the story when I could experience it for myself. You know, something along those lines. Are you watching me? Same but... goes for streamers' side as well. Like, I stopped pl- streaming um, Elder Scrolls Online mainly because, like, if I'm doing this story, I don't want to be talking about it. I want to immerse myself and, mm-hmm. you know, listen to the dialogue and, you know, think about stuff, just enjoy. And if I'm streaming, I have to be talking, you know, interact yeah. with the chat or just do the commentary and whatnot. Yeah, and you I have to be that. entertaining. And That's what a streamer yeah, is. Yeah. They're an entertainer that is entertaining through a medium of a video game. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the <laughs> I've done the story where all I'm doing is sitting there and my mouth's hanging open. It's not yep. entertaining <laughs> to watch while I'm sitting there, you know. Oh, okay, Daedra. I mean, okay. it's, fun to, it's fun to stream when... Um, you know, I'm in an event like trial runs or I'm doing... Like, if I'm doing something with people, then it's yes. fun to stream and probably fun to watch as well. But if you are on your own, uh, it doesn't really work. I mean, there are streamers that have made made it work, like, um, but they've been streaming for a very long time. They already have their follower base and they're like, I'm an amateur at streaming. Uh, in doing commentary, in doing stuff like that, but um, the people that actually made stream make streaming yes or work are pros in my eyes at least, and there are not many of them that also play Alushkos online. So there's that too. And and Mirnat in chat, and I, and I love you, Mirnat, for that. But he's like, you know, <laughs> saying there are a couple good streamers out there who do it, and uh, the one you're listening to right now is amazing. Thank you. But he pointed out why, <laughs> especially for lore. You're right, because lore is something, you can get that on your own, but if you like listening about it or doing something on that nature, yes, we bring something to the table you don't quite get mm-hmm. when you're doing, when you're just playing the game, right? You're, you're not seeing the lore, or you are, but we try to give a little bit more in-depth. And then Zealot very much, very aptly says, MMO games never get very many viewers. They're not interactive like other games. They're not. They're really not. You're you're living in a virtual world in an MMO, and it's just not as, you know, it's harder to get uh, that stream feel, those, you know, like the, the rooting for a team, anything like that, because in most cases, that's just not the type of gameplay that MMOs present. Um, and that may be why, you know, MMOs in general, I guess, over the last couple of years are, have not been as popular, especially in streaming. Um, and I mean, it, it, it's really kind of went downhill with MMOs since WoW kind of stopped. I don't want to say supporting because they always support their stuff. But I mean, WoW actually had a very active streamer base when it came to things like Battlegrounds and arena fights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then games like Blizzard started supporting esports in their other games, such as, you know, uh, Overwatch and things like that, that just streamed so much better that that's what people were doing. They're like, why, why, why are people watching, uh, you know, the, the WoW arenas when what the people are trying to watch WoW arenas for, we can get from Overwatch, right? You know, like, I mean, it- it became about the competitive scene now, like the streaming, the esports, and like every everything is about the competitive scene right now. Yep. So, and there's... streaming and viewers are also leaning towards that as well, which MMORPGs will never 
take place, at least I think. No, you're in right. Sports scene. It's, because of the like, game style. It's, it just doesn't work like that. So. No, because in order to do esports, the game needs to be easily followable by the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and MMOs tend to be a lot more complicated. So, like, the best way to make an MMO viewable like an esport requires you to dumb it down that you lose a lot of the RPG elements to it, yeah. right? Like, that's what you're losing. You're losing RPG elements that make it an MMO in the first place, and then you might as well just be playing something else, right? Like, that's <laughs> literally what you just be playing something else. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but, and and it, it's actually always kind of a, a nitpick of mine whenever a new game comes out. Like, a DCN covers a couple different games, and one of them uh, is an upcoming MMO called Ashes of Creation, and I've seen this argument a bunch of times going, is Ashes of Creation planning on going to be an eSport? And just overwhelmingly, people are like, no. Like, MMOs do not make good eSports. The one game that probably had a, at least a decent shot at it, uh, which was Guild Wars 2, because it designed its uh, structured PvP specifically around sports like that. Um, <clears throat> and they even shut down their sports. And, oh, wow. <laughs> um thank you meows for the tip the uh welcome back bearded nords it's starting to come in i'm just scruffy at the moment so we'll we'll see what happens (sighs) but that's that's kind of that's kind of where it's at these games are fun because they create this world they they present a type of gameplay that no other game can really do which is that living breathing world kind of feeling right but that living breathing world only works when people are doing that living and breathing in the world they don't want to watch it you know that's that's the best way i can describe it well ark are you still there maybe 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 i don't know i think he's dead <laughs> i i think ark froze let me give him a call back Should probably edit this out of the show, yep. but hey, there um, we are. I'm I didn't froze, but it's your Discord just muting me again. You, uh, you were frozen on the that. stream. I don't. I, it wasn't. Oh, I was. Yeah, like your oh, face wasn't moving. I didn't hear you at all. Like I, that's what kind of tipped me off yeah. when you were sitting there with this face. <laughs> and I mean, just I'm didn't not even move. able to watch the stream right now on the side. So, um, as I said, my internet has been wonky today. Yeah. Well, I just got done with Not my rant. Not today, just tonight. Yeah, like something, something's weird. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm definitely giving my ISP a call in the morning. They, they won't wake up happy. I, I had to do that the <laughs> a few weeks ago because after a storm, uh, I, I should be getting 150 down and like 20, 25 up, and I was getting mm-hmm. like. 20 down and like three up and i'm just like this isn't right you know and i called them and here there was actually an issue after uh after the storm hit and they had to go in and fix it so yeah all right so let's uh i i hope i answered your question and that you found that at least somewhat enlightening i guess so uh i guess at this point arc I guess yeah we can get back to our stories now where were you yeah um, so yeah, Seven Trials. She told me about Seven Trials that we just read and, and talked about. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, she said, you know, I, I, 
clicked all these lower options. I went through a bunch of different options, read a lot of stuff. And then at the end, I asked, do I pass the test? Am I the narrow read? And she goes, no, you're not. <laughs> like, Dude, come on. I did all this. <laughs> just to say I'm not the narrow read? Come on. I mean. And then she says, you know, you can still become Nerevarine, which I don't believe. To me, it's more like, you know, I'll just tell you this. So you hang around and do errands for us and give us more gold. Like, that's how I interpret it. But still, you know, I work for Caius, so I have to go and report to him, which I do. I go back to Balmora um, and go to Caius. Uh, he as always, welcomes me with that, you know, smirk on his face, half-naked, muscular old guy. Who shares uh, your, your bed with you. Yeah. Uh, the bed, which has a skooma pipe and a spoon under, as yeah. well as moon sugar. So it's, I don't know how he got to that status in Blades, but, I mean, oh. he became the spy master. Uh, I'm telling you. Us, it, yeah, it's not up to us to judge that. <laughs> anyway, he tells me, okay, that's good. You might be narrowing, fun stuff, but I have a quest for you. I have a mission for you, which could be dangerous. Now, I'm thinking to myself, how dangerous can it be? I mean, the game is already dangerous, right? Like, the, the game already doesn't work, let alone dangerous. Like, I can't hit stuff. I keep getting stun locked. Things like that. Yeah, right. But I, like, he gives me 400 gold, so I go ahead and buy some potions, you know, do that fun stuff. In the meantime, I try to sell my sell the stuff that I stole from Ashlander's ancient camp, uh, ancient burial ground, but they are so expensive that not a single merchant has that enough gold. Like I got this great sword, glass great sword, and it's valued at thirty two thousand gold. Oh, don't don't you love that? Like this is like well, I guess Skyrim no. did it too, but it's one of those games where you finally hit that point where merchants have finite amount of gold. And it's something that you just don't realize when you play MMOs anymore because it just have an infinite supply of yeah. gold. But these single player games is like the merchants have this limited supply and they're like outright going, yeah, I can't offer you that much. I'll give you about 10 silver. And you're like, but it's worth like 5,000 gold. No, nope, I got 10 silver. Here you go. You take it or leave it. It's like, oh, yep. I mean, the richest, richest um, NPC I found has 1,500 gold. Have you found That's the crab? Sword alone. The crab? No, I didn't. I don't I don't know. I don't know about the crab. The crab merchant. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's a rich crab merchant thing, but I don't know where to find it. I have to remember. It's it's down along the coastline, I believe, close to where uh um uh the Vex City is somewhere along there, if I remember mm. correctly, but I I could be wrong. It's been so long since I've I've actively I could try played. to find it. I don't know. You may want to look it up because the the crab merchant is he's the one that has like the most amount of gold. So mm. if if you have any of those really high end items, unless you're willing to accept, you know, crappy I mean, prices. I have a bunch of them. I have a bunch of them. Like I have a shoulder piece that is twenty thousand gold. I have a leg piece that is seventeen thousand gold. I don't know what to do with all those, and they are not heavy armor, so I can't wear them either. Like, oh. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Caius gives me this mission, uh, and it's about a sixth house base. 
that was found by some patrols, mm -hmm. like troopers. Yeah. And apparently they found this cave and whatnot. They went inside and there only one trooper came back alive, which was like disfigured and whatnot. He was in a bad shape. And he mentioned stuff like sixth out base, there's a priest of the Dagoth Ur and things like that. So he says, okay, you are going to go ahead and kill him. All right. All right. I grab all these potions from Mage's Guild. Um, I die by myself in the process a lot of times because I keep using this spell I made. I call it Big Jump, which gives me 70 points of jump for two seconds, <laughs> so I get to places easily. But if I miscalculate, I drop and die all the time. Oh, I uh, miss spellcrafting like, from that game. That was such a cool aspect of the game. Yeah. I mean, if I could... I was I was going to make it like ten seconds with hundred jump points. Yeah. Then I would be like jumping all around and combine it with featherfall, maybe, or something yep. like that. So I don't take fall damage as well. But uh my mana just doesn't I don't have that much mana right now. I'll get there. I'll get there. Right. Uh so yeah, I, I find this cave. I get in. This is where the naked dumbers begin. Um I'm like, okay, um, then a naked Dunmer attacks me. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm, I was expecting monsters, but okay, naked Dunmer. I throw a couple fireballs, I stab it, and it dies. Then another naked Dunmer. I'm like, okay, there's a pattern here. This cavern is not okay. I mean, if you think about it, half-naked Imperials sent me to a cave with half-naked Dunmers. That doesn't make sense. Or it makes perfect sense, which is, which is troubling. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, there, 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 is, a, there is an unwanted pattern there. That um, I don't know. Maybe they all just hang out together. You're forgetting, you know, maybe other naked people hang out with other naked people. You know, they get yeah, to know each that's, other. That's what I don't want to be true. You know? <laughs> I, I already have to <laughs> sleep in the guy's bed. I'm kind of done. Okay, I don't, I don't yeah, want to meet I mean, any of his friends. I don't friends. want to be with other naked people in a cave in the middle of nowhere. Man, it's like a. Uh, a 1970s swinger party in Tamriel right now. <laughs> anyway, so this naked Dunmer, I throw a fireball at it, and it starts teleporting around. I still don't know if it's a bug or a feature. <laughs> or a feature. Uh, but it like, goes invisible, teleports somewhere, throws me a lightning bolt, teleports somewhere else, goes invisible for a while, I can't see it, pops, up, pops out out of nowhere, throws another lightning bolt at my face. Um... Which I died a couple of times. You were there as well, like you were in the stream. Yep, yep. At the time. I was like, okay, I'm not dying. Wait, I'm dying. I'm not dying, but I'm dying because I think I'm going to kill it. Then it teleports. Then it summons, throws a lightning bolt at me. I think I'm dying. Then it vanishes again. I think I survived. Then it pops out again. So, yeah. Anyway, eventually I actually died. Uh, after a few tries, I killed that as well. I move further into the dungeon. Then a naked zombie attacks. Naked zombie dumber. Then while I'm fighting that naked zombie dumber, a two naked normal dumber also starts attacking me. So there's like three naked dumber, one zombie, one normal attacking me. And I think I'm going to die again. Then I manage to kill them again. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm too confused. I'm too, like, I'm too sleepy for this. <laughs> I'm too sleepy to fight a cave full of naked Dunmers and zombie Dunmers, naked zombie Dunmers, naked Ash Slaves, 
than naked normal damn naked dreamers <sighs> sounds like I a party know. i don't know about you but i mean if i was there with my elder scrolls online character arcanier silver shield <laughs> oh man i would do the red card dance <laughs> i would do the naked red card dance all the way but this is this guy is supposed to be nerverine he's he's supposed to be nerverine incarnate I was naked He's before. It was to cool be to be naked. Throwing parties with naked Dunmers in some random cave in the middle of nowhere. Hey, no. every everyone has, you know, he's trying to save the world, right? Everyone needs their downtime, right? You need a way to relax. So I don't want my downtime to be with naked zombie Dunmers. Well, yeah, I mean, naked know. normal Dunmers that are not trying to kill me. That's fine. That's fine. But naked Dunmers that are trying to kill me. There's we, a problem there. We had this conversation, <laughs> though, Ark. It could have been worse. Yeah. It could have been naked Altmer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, but as I said, if that were the case, like as I said before, if that were the case, I would come back to life. Even if I'm not Nerevarine, I would come back to life as Nerevarine. Like, not... Actually, I would come back to life as Nerevar, not even Nerevarine incarnate. Like, you're, you're just... Nerevar himself. <laughs> just to punch those Altmers back to death. And then I would die probably again. I don't care. See, I'm not going to get killed by Alpers. Especially not naked ones. Here's the thing, Ark. Let, let's let's talk lore for a minute, okay? Let, let's talk let's talk some lore here. Um oh, as the Nerv from- as the Nerv-a-reen, right? You are yeah. the incarnation of of Indorel Nerevar, right? Nerevar. Yeah. Okay. So Remember the last scene? He was said to be the husband of our consort of Amalexia, right? Well, yep. here's the thing. Um, oops, as my chat room falls over because this is how I'm monitoring chat. It 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 was kind of said that uh Mr. Mr. um Nerevarine and Amalexia Amalexia had a lot of needs, we'll say, and Okay. One Dunmer necessarily couldn't satisfy her. So it, you know, he might be into this naked Dunmer thing just because you're the Nerevarine. Cause, you know, there were, there were, there were talks of, you know, him, um, and Amalexia and Sothasil and uh, they kind of had parties together. That's all I'm saying. You know? Yeah, okay, uh, but I'm not Almalexia. You're I'm... a reincarnation, though. So, I mean, if you were no, off... I'm not Almalexia's reincarnation. I mean, it's the Almalexia that had the needs, you know, not, not Nerevar. Well, just uh, there. I mean, he didn't, like, divorce her or anything, so apparently I guess he was kind of okay with it. So, I mean, there must be some level of, uh, acknowledgement there you know like that's all i'm saying maybe i mean i mean i'm by the way what did the wise woman say you are not the nerevarine that means i don't have time for this naked stuff because i'm not nerevarine even if your logic is correct i'm not the nerevarine i don't know about that i i think she's confused because i mean in which in which of the seven trials does it say that you will have to face naked Dunmers and zombie Dunmers. Like, it maybe, doesn't say anything like may, that. Maybe it's Cause... you just need to face what you're scared of, and that's naked Dunmers and zombie Dunmers, you know? It doesn't say that either. It uh. says, for example, his mercy frees the cursed false gods, binds the broken, redeems the mad. But I don't see anything about, you know, he will face naked Dunmers in a random cave in the middle of nowhere. You must be mad. Killed. 
I don't know. I could say that's a pretty <laughs> mad thing to do to be in a cave full of naked Dunmers and zombies. Uh, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> so yeah, um, when I ended the stream, I was I just survived that two naked Dunmers plus naked zombies. So that's where I left things off, and that's pretty much. Wait, uh, that, is that about it? I think so. Was it last week that I joined Imperial City Night and we talked about it? It was last week because it wasn't this week, but I don't know if you... Yeah. Did you talk about it? I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. I did. Okay. Oh, man, time flies fast. Yeah, because I did Imperial <laughs> City this week. Yeah. So uh, you weren't there or else you would have gotten to play Imperial City with me. So, you know. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Throwing the mic to you. All right, all right. So <laughs> I guess first off, I'll start with uh, my Skyrim gameplay as as per Ooh. the norm. So um, I'm working on my crafting. I'm out there gathering and doing all of random stuff because I've literally just been in wanderlust mode. Like I haven't been doing anything of actual value, like hardly anything, because <laughs> all I'm doing is literally walking around collecting you know the various like ore wherever i find it so i've been spending mm -hmm. a lot of time in like the fulcreth area because there's a lot of these rocky outcrops um yep oh in in fulcreth right like just along that uh we're almost where the house is which i haven't bought yet because you have to go in and actually do quest in fulcreth yeah but i'm not able to do that yet because i'm getting raped by bears and <laughs> uh I came across my first Spriggan the other day. Um, the, it hurt. It hurt bad. Like, she crushed <laughs> yeah, me hard. Are bad. Oh, yeah, they're hard on normal, but oh my goodness, was she hard there. Um, what difficulty are you playing on? The hardest difficulty. Oh, legendary. Okay. Yeah, it, uh, this is a I, legendary playthrough. I played on expert, and it's difficult enough. No, this is, this is a legendary <laughs> playthrough. Um, so the first, like... That's the thing. It starts off really... Eventually, it tapers off as per normal. Like, once you get high enough level, it's kind of like, okay, you know, not much gives you issues. Mm -hmm. Now, Draugr, uh, the Draugr uh, lords or whatever they are, they can cause issues on Legendary, and Elder Dragons mm -hmm. can cause issues. Uh, Elder Dragons are the only ones that can actually cause you raw issues with just how powerful they are. Um, yep. Are you using any mods, by the way? No, no, I do not mod my Skyrim. You want games. Dragon Combat to be much more difficult? <laughs> I, I've I've heard of this mod. Um, oh no, it's not Deadly Dragons. Oh, it's not Deadly Dragons. Dragon Combat Overhaul, actually, it really? changes the dragons' AI completely. Really? Yeah. How so? I mean, um, first they start using a lot more shouts. Like, instead of just Aww. using Frost Breath or Fire Breath, they will start using Meteor Shower and whatnot, like um, Alduin does. So Aww. if you're in open area, you actually start running like it, you do in the trailer of the Skyrim. Like, you actually do start running like hell. Uh, and then <sighs> there's always a chance that you can uh, drop them, pin them down to the ground, uh, like, wound their wings and whatnot. Okay. And then, once they are below 10% health, if I remember correctly, there is a chance that they will call 
You know how you call other dragons like Odaving and whatnot? Oh yeah, yeah. You can do yeah. that as well. And once you think like you are happy, it's below ten percent, you are going for the kill shot, and it shouts. And you see in the horizon two more dragons coming your way. So it's a very beautiful mod. It actually makes dragon combat so difficult, especially if you are playing on legendary, that you know dragons actually feel something to be terrified of. So I recommend it if you want. I might like okay that I actually might get because it's not lore break. I don't do very many mods because mm-hmm. I just oh it's I, actually lore friendly in my I, like yeah in my I opinion mean, it's actually lore friendly because it's stupid that dragons don't call other dragons while we can I mean <laughs> no it makes sense it definitely makes sense I can tell you right now honestly most of the only like and, and I'm playing the like we talked about this last week I'm playing the the new special edition so you know it has mm-hmm. a higher texture so honestly the only add-on I was even really using is the unread book glow so that way I know which books I've read and didn't and that which wow. ones I need to pick up to add to my library obviously because <laughs> that's I just important up and stash them, stash them in some cupboards and whatnot in my houses <laughs> I never read them though. Oh, really? I always think I will read them one day. Like I will sit down and read them for like an hour or two, and then I keep stashing them. I keep stashing them, and I never read them. I don't know. Well, one day though, one day I I, I read them. So, <laughs> um, and of course, you know, I have to make it so that my house is good, right? And my library, because mm-hmm. I I always build the towers when I. Uh, use the Hearthfire expansion. So I have lots of bookshelves. Like the one tower is nothing but a bookshelf. So that becomes my spiral library and, and I love yeah. it. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I've been working on. Now I've been running into a lot of bears recently and I don't know mm-hmm. why there's so many freaking bears all <laughs> over the place. Like I'm like, when did Skyrim get so many damn bears? It's, it's like, it's like the Yukon up here. Um, and of course the bears are ripping me apart as per, you know, normal mm. because the bears are really, really tough on legendary, especially stronger than, stronger than dragons, stronger than at least the first <laughs> level of dragons. Yeah. Um, so I've been, I've been doing that and yeah, so I've been farming and I'm getting lots of materials. I'm up to like a thousand ore at this point. I'm going to be able to make so many freaking daggers to level up my <laughs> my my blacksmithing it's insane like there's just so many freaking ore that i have um and it's of various kinds but i'm gonna be making lots of iron and steel daggers so <laughs> yeah I, i'm about ready to hop back into into white run do a bunch of crafting try to get a couple levels up and i know that's technically not the best option uh just due to the fact that um as you level up, so do all the monsters. So if yeah. you don't level up your combat skills, it's a problem. But I need some yep. health. Like, there's no if ends, or buts about it. I, I need some health. And uh, in order to do that, I just need to get a few quick levels in. And hopefully at that point, we'll be uh, a little better off, right? So. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll have to try and see. Well, that's the plan anyway. So that's what I've been doing. Mm. Um, and I'm like 20 hours in and I've done nothing that would be considered like story yet. Like that's it. 
the closest I've been to story is doing the um, uh, going into the first the 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 barrows, the big barrows at the top. And that was only due to the fact that it was like almost like an accidental thing, you know. It's not like uh, I, I've I've done anything else, or there's a reason why I did it. It just so happened that I did it, right? So, and and I got killed because, of course, the Draugr there just <laughs> murdered me, as per you know what I would expect, I guess. Um, and. Yeah, that's all I've done. I, I actually had to go run away because I'm like, nope, this ain't gonna happen. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just I'm not gonna be able to to do this at at this level. Just not yet, anyway. It's just not gonna happen. So, um, yeah, here I am trying to trying to get this, just finish this stupid dungeon. I've probably wiped like twelve times already, so I'm like, you know what? I'm oh, wow. gone. I'm coming <laughs> back, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Is just trying to finish some of these areas. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't say. That. I I guess I did do one quest. Uh, it's kind of like that very first one, which is really really easy to do. Um, the one in in River River. Help me out. I I keep want to say River Riverwood. Run Riverwood. Yeah. It's not River One. This is not Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, with the elf who who likes the girl, and I have to like deliver the note. And of course, because he's an elf, I I I side with the other guy um, <laughs> because he's an elf. I'm not gonna. I, he can't be oh, happy. Yeah. That's that's how it goes. He 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 could not be happy. I cannot allow. If him. he wants to be happy, he could go back to Dominion. Yeah, yeah. go go, go back, back to where you came from, elf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much been my gameplay in Skyrim. Now, I did get to join, uh, the DCN guild, uh, on Thursday with, uh, Stormlords and Robot Dancer and Smirchy to do the Imperial City Night, which is why I knew you weren't there because I was <laughs> there. There, it's been a while since I've been playing ESO, especially in a, pvp sense uh and i've been playing a lot of guild wars 2 lately well the the reason why i bring this up is because guild wars 2 the control schemes are different right like you you can kind of side strafe a little bit so you, you use a lot of your q and e keys right in order to you know move to the side mm-hmm. eso does not have that so i keep hitting like the q key to side strafe around and I end up chugging potions. I've wasted so many potions <laughs> because I keep hitting the Q key thinking this is going to yes. allow me to side strife. And it does not. It it uh, makes me chug potions when I don't need to. Switching between games does that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's just shocking. I'm like, oh, oh. Um, but while we were doing that, oh, my goodness, am I so rusty. So, so very rusty. <laughs> Because we're trying to, um, trying to do, and I joined along and I, I didn't pick up any quest. I'm like, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to worry about any of this. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm, I'm here to have a little bit of fun. So I joined them and they're immediately getting attacked by blueberries. And <laughs> clearly both storms and, um, Storms and Smirchy are built as tanks, right? That's what they're they're mm-hmm. built as. They're built as tanks. So they don't really do much damage. And then Robot is a healer. So <laughs> they're fighting these guys. It takes them like 30 minutes. So I'm showing up and <laughs> yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm spec for DPS, but I'm spec'd in my PVE DPS, right? Ooh. Um, yeah. which I could do a lot of damage if I can get close. Uh, but I also don't have, you know, if anyone has crit, you know, I'm pretty much dead at that point. So, um, yeah, we, we kind of got our faces handed to us because I wasn't wearing PVP gear because I apparently I put it in my bank and I was, it, I, it was too much of a bother to go back and get it. So, yeah, we got, we got crushed pretty hard, but it was kind of neat, uh, because I got to play with them. And of course, Robot Dancer had a hair appointment and I showed up and she's like, Oh, no, I, you're here and I have to go. So she like calls and like, Hey, can I push this back like 30 minutes? So, uh, we got to, we got to play together for a little bit. So that was a lot of fun. I mean, I always have a lot of fun in IC. And after she left, um, we decided, well, DC's kind of handing us our, our tails here in the districts because there was a group of like three of them and they were all specced for PVP. Like it was two wardens and a sorcerer and they, they were PVP specced. I just wasn't doing much damage with them at all. Um, so they, they were kind of crushing me at that point. Um, so basically the whole thing is your fault. Well, they weren't winning either, <laughs> but yeah, sure. But, you know, even with my damage, I'm taking them down to almost killing, but then I'm getting CC'd because I also don't have my immovability potions. Yeah. I, I, I can't, you know. So, and then they're, they poured away, heal up, and it's just, that's kind of where it was. So after they left, and poor Smirch, he lost like so many Telvar stones. <laughs> <laughs> um, we decided to go down in the sewers. We didn't even run into any PVP in the sewers. There was no PVP to be had in the sewers. None at all. Um, but it wasn't really a problem, right? Cause it was like, okay, whatever. Cause then we went in, did, uh, went all the way through the sewers, all the way down to the center. Now we didn't do the center event because obviously the center uh-huh. event, we had three of us, two of us were tanks and I was a DPS. We had no healer, right? That just, it wasn't going to happen. Ah, oh, this is after Robot left, right? This is after she left, yeah. Ah, okay. So then we went down into the sewers. We were messing around in there, and it was actually a lot of fun because we were just talking, having a good time with the guildies and, and running all the way through. And I think the next thing I knew, I, I jumped in at like 9, you know, it was about 8.45, 9 o'clock, and it was like midnight, almost 1 o'clock till uh, I got off the off the line. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we had a lot of fun just just doing imperial city because imperial city is definitely one of my favorite aspects of of eso it's i i love the idea of the pvp like i'm not even really a pvp'er i I wouldn't consider myself that but i love the idea that there could be that danger anywhere you go so you know it it was it was a lot of fun i really really enjoyed it and uh, i'm glad i got to uh, participate you know um so I guess that is about it for our Tales section, right? Like, I think that's that's it. I do miss playing with Wings of Fate, though. Like, I, well, I, mean, I haven't been awake during event times yeah. for a very long time. Or even if I'm awake, I'm trying to sleep. Like, I happen to be trying to sleep in my bed. Yeah. Uh, just fighting insomnia, but I, I definitely miss playing with, the, with them. It. I, I can understand we have a lot of fun 
doing doing these events and that's actually one of the best parts about the guild is just the the way i mean that's kind of how we are as a community in general i mean anyone here who who is part of our community can attest to this it's just we have a lot of fun playing together we enjoy playing together and uh yeah no it's even even though we were getting our our butts handed to us in pvp with these people we still had fun so (laughs) i mean yep as long as it's not the Altmars. No, it was DC, so I felt kind of okay. DC is fine. DC yeah. is fine. Yeah, I, I would have been ashamed of myself <laughs> if if we had lost to AD. Mm-hmm. Like that just would not have been acceptable. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it wasn't. It was it wasn't too bad. Like um, yeah, we had we definitely had fun with that. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I am looking forward to you know like I said we're trying to do a few more things and as a guild and uh, in multiple different games as well as ESO and I, I really am looking forward. Hopefully I can get back into some more guild events with the guild because I do miss that. That is probably one of my favorite parts of playing ESO is playing ESO with the awesome people that you know we have here. So I need to definitely also, do that. Also. Yeah. Play the Morrowind expansion main store line already at. <laughs> my goal, my goal actually was to log on and finish. You know, you can actually blame uh, Storms and, and Robot for that, because my goal was to get in there and finish. Because um, I only have like two or three quests left to do, and then I'm done with Rothgar, and then I'd be able to, you know, finish up Dark Brotherhood and get off into Morrowind. Uh, but instead, I spent the entire night playing um playing pvp instead so you know it was I, kinda... mean, they, I told you they were ultimate i told you they they their tunes were they had like ultimate tunes why do you trust them i don't know i I, go I, with them? I shouldn't have you're right and yeah. uh they 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 seduced me and it was wrong it was definitely wrong <laughs> um seriously though like moral in the expansion otherwise i'm going to get start giving you spoilers uh i think we have an unofficial official rule in the dcn (laughs) that you can spoil once it's two expansions old so two expansions old that's two years no not two expansions two dlcs so like uh horns of the reach and morrowind are off limits but you could talk about anything else now when clockwork city comes out morrowind is open and if i haven't finished that's my own fault well it's your funeral man i know i'm getting i'm, I'm going to do it you're gonna do that yeah when, when, as soon as oh, yeah. clockwork city comes out you may feel free to talk about morrowind i think that's a a fairly decent amount of time that gives people six months to finish any one dlc before we yeah. actively talk about it in like lore or spoiler mm-hmm. kind of ways that makes sense yeah yeah all right. Well, before we move on to the news, uh, we got to give a special shout out to our newest patron supporter, Owen Woods. Thank you so much, Owen, for supporting us over at patreon.com slash dungeon crawler network. Um, that helps us out a ton. We really appreciate it. All of our patrons over there are amazing and, uh, it really does help us out. Um, and also I, I made note that, um, uh, Twitch, subs really help us out as well because we have a twitch sub button now if you want to support us that way you can there have been questions um 
about emotes and stuff. I am working on that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm not. I actually am in the plan, in the process of revamping the Twitch stream itself to be prettier, to have sub emotes, stuff like that. They, they are coming. Just bear with me for a little bit longer. So I will get that stuff together. I, I need to find myself a decent graphic artist who can help do all of that for us. So, um, if anyone knows anybody, you know, that, that specializes in, in Twitch stuff, please let me know and I'll see if they can, uh, can they, they can help. Okay. It's news time, Mark. So first off here on the news, we've got, um, Witches Festival is coming back. I'm assuming this is probably going to be the week of Halloween. I know we have it marked as they haven't given us a date yet, but I yep. assume it's going to be the week of Halloween. Like, either the yeah. week before or week after. I'd probably say the week before, leading up to Halloween. It, they usually go for, like, 10 days, though, right? So it could Something be like, like that. Yeah, like, going over, like... like well, if I, I don't know when Halloween is, uh, but whenever... It's the 31st, isn't I it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Thais likes Halloween. I'm I'm not really a <laughs> Halloween person, um, but I mean, uh, yeah, ten days around Halloween, Halloween, and then you know four days mm-hmm. on either side plus one, you know, whatever. That's more or less what I'm envisioning we're gonna see. Um, so, Witches Festival. Hopefully this year we'll get some clarification on that whether or not they're gonna recycle events, which I'm not really mm-hmm. opposed to at this point. Like, cause I thought their Halloween or their Halloween event was probably one of their better events, to be honest. Um, yeah, it didn't require like doing the same quests over and over no, and over you and could... again until it got boring. But it was like dungeon grinding or dell grinding, yeah, or boss grinding. So it was fun. It was okay. You could switch it up too. You didn't have to do yeah. the same bosses. I know I farmed pretty much the same bosses because I found a nice. A nice way to time it so that I could do, you know, pretty much make a circle. And by the time I made my way around, it was, you know, it was back up again. And that just worked out yep. for me. But if I were ever bored, I could switch it up and go do something else and, and continue to, to get those the buckets. So I really hope they bring that back. That was probably one of my favorite events. Just overall. I mean, that's the only event I actually grinded stuff. Because you could do it with people. Like, during the other events, where there are, like, quests that... You have to run there, do this, run there, do this, run there, do this. Right. It's so boring. I only do them for like a couple times that I'm like, okay, enough. I don't I don't care about the loot. I don't care whatever it drops. I'm not going to do this. But the Halloween event was fun because like I remember coming together with Robot and other people from Wings of Fate and we were doing those Deshaun Circle, the um, Dal, Dolman, and World Boss Trio. Yeah. And it was fun like that. You could do that with people. The other events don't have that, and I hate that. And yeah. you're you're yeah. right. The one thing that kind of made the other events kind of annoying is the fact that you're right. Doing them with people actually was more of a hindrance than a help because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't shared credit in a lot of cases. So it was waiting for people to individually pick things up, and you're like, Ugh. the other one. And it, they weren't there. weren't anything to do with people either. It was literally just you take the quest. You run to position X, you press E to do whatever it's necessary, yeah, then you run to position Y, and then you go back to turn in the quest, 
Yep. You take the other quest, you, you run to position Z. It was boring. Like an event, a Halloween or, or a holiday event, event, I'm emphasizing on that word, yeah, right. is something you should be doing with people, mm-hmm. not solo. Like it should be a group effort. It should be something you would share with people, the experience. It shouldn't I, be solitary thing. I mean, I agree. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the whole idea of what the holiday is anyway. Mm-hmm. And those quests, like you said, were very much a solo. You could do them with people, but it, it, it wasn't designed that way. So it was mm-hmm. clunky. Whereas the boss farming was something you could do with people. And it actually would, it was an actual help. The more people you had, I mean, up to a certain point, cause I think there was a boss cap limit or something. Like if you did a boss of more than 12 people, there were people not getting credit, mm-hmm. but. Um, it actually rewarded getting people in there because then by doing that, you actually could farm bosses faster. I mean, there was a time limit, but you really, it, you know, like there was a, what was it, like five minutes or something like that yep. before you could get another reward. Uh, but it just overall, it felt good. It felt really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping they bring that back. Um, so yeah, there we go. The next thing on the news. Let me quote what this actually says. So in addition to all new rare and mysterious collectibles above, you'll have an opportunity to get your hands on some of the last year's most popular Witches Festival items. Which is cool. They're bringing back some of the stuff from the Crown Store from the Witches Festival. There's one last secret brewing. This Frostfall, a rare celestial alignment will occur on Serpent 13. That is the most superstitious in Tamriel called fatal fritis uh some believe this to be the day to be uh, a portent of chaos and ill omen what will it bring this time none can know for certain but all are watching and waiting and so should you secret event on the 13th coming yep. up i any, don't know i can't idea? remember who shared it i took this from twitter actually um Yep. Maybe it was Beer Bong Jin or Secret who shared it. I can't remember one of those um one of those Elder Scrolls Online community people. Um, yeah. Well, it's in the notes. It, that's what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, it, yeah, I dropped it in the notes. Um I I saw it like Well, I mean it it's taken from one of their announcements. I think it's from Oh their, yeah, yeah, their, yeah, their I know. yeah, okay. Uh, I'm just letting uh, everyone just else know where it actually came like, from. It was I found it on to Yeah. Anyway, so a secret event does sound fun. Like, I'm just curious because, what it would be, and I mean, yeah, in terms of lore, fun. though, I, like the there's been no reference to this particular mm-hmm. event in in lore. Oh yeah, uh, I but, think it literally is just due to the fact that it's you know Friday the thirteenth in yep, you know exactly. in October. Which doesn't happen. But, I mean, that it's often. an MMORPG, and I, I like when they do stuff like this. I mean, I don't care if they break the lore intentionally, and this obviously for one day for fun, you know, it doesn't hurt. I mean, okay. it's not like it's going to be canon or, or um, well, an event that we know nothing about. I mean, it gives me a reason to actually log in and run around in Friday 13th. That is, if they don't announce it before. Somehow. Right. Right. But okay. No. Yeah. I, something I, I, will happen on Friday thirteenth, and I urge everyone to log in and see what it is. Yeah. That's that was my main. 
Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely gonna do that uh, just because. Yeah, I'm definitely doing that. Um, so the next thing that I can't see. Uh, so oh, you still can't open it? No, I can't. Um, we they could maybe try screen share thing, but I don't know. We could. I can try it. If not, we could just talk about it. Um, let me let me try real quick. Okay. It's a good time to test it out as well. Um, click on this share. Okay. Let me know if you actually. I can it. actually see uh, see it in your window. So yeah, we. So anyone who's watching right now can actually see it in Ar- where Arkner's camera is. So that's perfect. Oh, <laughs> that actually, yeah, that actually, that's actually very convenient. Yeah. So Ark <laughs> is now a haunted house. Yep. <laughs> I like it. It works. Uh, so this is the October crown store showcase uh they do these every month so if you've not seen it you've obviously not been playing eso for very long (laughs) um so we have arc why don't you go ahead and we'll just talk about some of the items that have been added so um this is the grim harlequin motif that will be coming back Mm -hmm. it was there last year as well um Nothing much about it, I guess. Well, I mean, this is one of the, this is actually, and it's, it's, I'm glad you brought it up because this was actually one of the first times we saw a motif that was only available. Mm-hmm. Th- th- this right here, ladies and gentlemen, was the start of their exclusive crap in the crown store. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to talk a little negative here as per normal, but this was actually the very first event <laughs> where they, this was the very first item that was an exclusive to the crown store where you couldn't get it in game first. Mm-hmm. And you can now see where that spiraled into. Yeah. Also, this is um, limited from October 9 to October 13. So you have a four day window to get it if you want it. Right. And I think they did the same thing last year too, right? Yep. Like, Yeah. So you have a few days. If that's something that you're interested in picking up, you're going to want to do that ahead of time. Uh, so if you don't have the crowns, you may want to pick them up and, you know, get that done because you're going to not have that opportunity again for possibly another year. I mean, right now, at least they have a precedent. This is only two years in a row. So who knows? It may change, but they have the precedent to bring it back again you know, next year. And I, I don't yeah. doubt that they won't. I think this will become a yearly thing. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. So the next one sec. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, so the next thing is a house exercised Cohen cottage. Um, so it's like a witch's, you know, one of those hag raven. It, it looks like one of those hag raven houses. Yep. And I believe it's in Glen Umbra, isn't it? Um, let's see. Yep, it's in Glen Umbra. That's correct. Now, a uh, friend of the show, Aloha Wendy, she actually reached out to Zenimax and asked for uh, some some clarification on this. Because mm-hmm. this is a limited time offer house. This is yep. only going to be available during the Halloween October event. which 19 I... to November 1. Yeah, so, well, right there, if you look at that, I bet you that's a good indication of when the Witches Festival will start. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's roughly <laughs> ten days. Roughly. Yep. Um, <laughs> there you go. So keep that in mind. Well, here's the thing. Uh, they did confirm that this would be available during the event for both gold and crowns. So you can buy it with gold, but it is a time exclusive. So if you don't have the gold, you know, and I'm assuming it's a small house. I don't expect it to be super expensive. Um, If it's not, I'll probably end up picking it up just because it's a, you know, I have, I think, about a million gold right now. And I highly doubt that it's going to be that much just due to the fact that I think it's just a small house. I think uh, it will be like 70 to 100k range, you know, same as small houses like Autumn's Gate or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. So uh, if you don't have that amount of gold, your only recourse is crowns. If this is something that you really, really want, uh, you may want to take a look at that. But uh, thank you, Aloha, for reaching out and getting that confirmation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next thing is the mounts. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this shadow ghost horse, which is like, I don't know what, what you would call this, um, pattern. I don't know. Um, Like I actually looked at it and at first I thought it was like a, a painted style, like a painted horse. I forget what they're called now. Uh, and Thais is probably yelling at me from upstairs because it's her favorite kind of horse. (laughs) Um, but it, I don't know what that pattern is, but then I started looking at the eyes and the eyes are off. Like, so you could tell it's it's Halloween type theme. And I don't know. Hmm. Like, do you see the eyes? Do not the eyes they look weird? Blue. Yeah. Like, it I feel looks like- angry. Like the horse looks angry. <laughs> it's like, why am I here? Why am I here? Why is everyone here? I hate the world. Yeah. That's kind of what I get. Yeah, why did I wake up today? Yeah. I, I can, I definitely feel like that is uh, a little bit of what's going on there, but Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that pattern is, but you can definitely tell that it's a it it's a theme because you're going to look at the next mounts. They all have the same pattern, yeah. same texture. Uh, Shabu, by the way, says Depple or Apollosa, probably about the pattern. Isha, I think. Y- you know, I have originally thought that as well. Like, you know, that was my thought. But if you look real close at the pattern, I don't know if uh, Ark, if you can bring it up on the screen. There you go. The pattern it has this weird overlay to it it's it's weird the pattern is just off i don't think it's actually meant to be a natural horse of any kind because i don't know of any one of those horses that has that particular pattern it's it's kind of weird so i think it's a supernatural horse mm-hmm. um this is also by the way available for a limited time october 5 to october 9 so is that the same as grim harlocket you know, all these dates are different too. Like, this is confusing. Like, right. the motif is from October 9 to October 13. Then the house is from October 19 to November 1. Then this horse is from October 5 to October 9. While the guar is from October 12 to October 16. It's different like, weeks. If It's yes. different weeks. They're doing one... Like, the ones that start at the beginning of the month are the ones that are supposed to be available all month and are likely not time limited or, or have a much longer time period. But everything is is broken down by about a week. So the horse will be available for a week. The guar will be available for a week, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, but still, I mean. I don't. Um, I, so this is the guar I'm showing on the screen again with the pattern and 
weirdish eyes, as you see, yeah. as you say. Yeah. And again, I hate this. It's a guar. I mean, look at this. Harpy legs, harpy feet, <laughs> chicken legs, raptor arms, you lizard just, head. You just don't appreciate the beauty that is the guar. Lizard tail. I'm, I'm, that's all I'm saying. You just don't appreciate it's it. One weird creature this is. <laughs> Uh, the zombie horse is coming back as well. That's uh, nice. It's fitting for Halloween. Yep. yep. And Isha says they like uh, the guar. So, you know, don't hate on it. I don't know, man. It's, I... <laughs> um, the zombie horse, by the way, October 16th, October 20. Okay. So this I like. The shadow ghost wolf. I like how it looks. Again, they don't look angry. Like, I expect wolf wolves to look angry. I mean, that horse before looked angrier than this wolf. Uh, but as for pattern, like... Why, why would you... Like, why do you expect wolves to be angry? Because it's a wolf. I mean, not angry, but it should look like ferocious. It's, it's a dire wolf. It's a wolf that you can ride. It's a massive wolf. I expect it to look... Furious. I expect it to look, you know. Okay. I don't expect it to look like a dog. This looks like a dog. This doesn't look like a wolf. Where is the longer nose? Where is the like ferocious look of the wolves that you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if you Google wolf, it's but do that real quick. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say this after confirming it. God damn it, they look they look cute as well. Yeah, they There's all look kind of cute. There's I only mean, one. If they're <laughs> snarling, yes, then they're ferocious. But uh, wolves aren't inherently, you know, like angry looking or anything like that. I mean, I, mean, I want to pet wolves. Don't get me wrong. I, I love wolves. Like I, 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 I want to cuddle with a wolf, but um, well, I want my. You might not think they're so cute wolf. after trying to cuddle with a wolf, but you know. There are people who does that. I, I've seen it. I mean, not any wolf, obviously. They don't do it, but like, it looks so fun. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I mean, I want my wolf in the game to be at least <laughs> Right. Your emote should be able to go into your mounts. Like, you know, do, oh, while mounted, be... doing like a slash snarl, make it, you know, angry. Oh, that would be actually very good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that's, that... that's a very good idea. That's a missed opportunity, I say. Zoss, get on that. Make it so that you can do emotes from your mounts and make them snarl. <laughs> I mean, technically, if you're sitting still and jump, they do a little, you know, whatever it is. Howl, they'll uh, howl yeah. or whatever. But I think you could do a lot more. I think you should get actually mount unique um, mm -hmm. emotes. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. So the um, Shadow Ghost Senshi, this is the tiger version of uh, the pattern. Yeah. Think. Um, this is from October 26 to October 30. There you go. It's one week. Yeah, Everything were, is yeah. a week. The Actually, four days, rather. Well, not really, because it, it's yeah. inclusive, probably. So, six days. Yeah. 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 Um, there, there is a personality, which is zombie personality. This um, is actually something I think is pretty cool. And mm. definitely not lore breaking, only for the fact that if you think about it, we already have um, lots of lots of zombies 
anyway. Like zombies are yep. not something that like I've seen some of the skins that come out and personalities that just you know, you look at them and go that doesn't really fit Elder Scrolls. But zombies are definitely a thing that fit Elder Scrolls. Oh, and they yeah. actually oh, yeah. oh, they're so creepy too. Uh <laughs> Does this does it say whether or not this thing comes with unique emotes? I really hope it does because some of the animations for the zombies are some of the coolest animations I've seen. Like because they're just so creepy. Um, but you know, like I said, it's it's specifically a zombie related animation. So I would hope yep. that some of those animations, like the vomit that where they just vomit on the ground and do that weird. Bleh, you know, <laughs> like that is available when you have this personality on because I think that's a missed opportunity if you can't do the zombie hurl. Um, this is from October 23 to October 27. The explanation for this is <clears throat> so, something like that. Yeah, the, yeah, no, that's, it works. That's, that's the explanation written under the image. You did really good with <laughs> Basically that. Basically, zombie sound. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're almost like an extra from The Walking Dead. I appreciate this. <laughs> um, there are also pets. Yep. Um, there's a pony. Yep. That looks just sure like yep. the big horse. So yeah, the the small big horse. The small. Big <laughs> but horse, I'm pretty yeah. sure there be, there are people that would like a pony. So I guess it's yeah. good. Yeah, there are um, definitely quite a few people who I know would be like, I want the pony. I want it now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So this is from October 5th. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. There isn't a single item that isn't limited. Well, this is for It's Halloween, Halloween so I though. Guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, this okay. entire month I, one I is just Halloween. I almost went to a rant. But like <laughs> I almost ranted until I sat down and yep. thought about it and went, oh, okay, that I makes sense. Yeah. missed it by... Little much. Um, uh, the Jack Doe Daedrat is coming back as well. It's the ugliest, probably the ugliest pet in the game. Ugliest creature, even. Look at this. It's, uh, it's I don't like this. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it's ugly. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's not ugly, but, yeah. um, I think I already I mean, it's have it, to be honest. <laughs> I think I probably already have it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you had it. Like, I'm almost what positive. Don't you, have? I, uh, you know, that would be Excluding a fair observation, stuff. except for the past couple months where I swore off buying yeah. crowns. So, yeah, yeah I mean... Excluding the newer items, you probably have everything. Uh, so. Yeah, up until pretty much when they started doing tons of the... Um, tons of the limited time stuff yeah you're right i probably would have had a lot and you would have been right to assume that um but that that's only really just recently happened so yeah yep so the rat is from october 12th to november 1 actually it's a long period of time longer uh, than the shadow ghost stuff yeah yeah it definitely is um so there is this polymorph, which is already unavailable. It's October 2 to October 9. The Werewolf Lord polymorph, which is also a uh, returning item. It is. Yes, that is a returning item. Yeah, but you can't get it anymore. So 
at the time of this show, yeah, it's already <laughs> it's already gone. What's actually funny is I don't remember if I bought this because this would have been about the time when I was buying tons of things. But I I cons I remember I considered buying this, then I didn't like how it looked, so I changed my mind. Yeah, I don't I like if this don't if this was an actual werewolf polymorph, I would have bought it. Because I hate the fact that I have to regain my ultimate and then just stay in werewolf form for 30 seconds for role-playing reasons. Right. Like, we, there was a time that a lot of stuff happened in-game, off-game. A lot of stuff happened with our RP guild and they basically the entire guild separated into three groups. The werewolves... Uh, me included, Arcaneer Silver Shield included, that sided with werewolves in terms of protecting them because some of us were able to control what we are. Yeah. Um, and we were trying to save this one werewolf that can't control herself from execution. Uh, then there were the other group, the non-werewolf vigilant group that were like, okay, you are, you, you guys are Daedric, you guys are heretics, and we are going to put you all down. And then there were the group that was, like, you know, stuck in between. Right. So basically, there were a lot of werewolf roleplay going on. The problem was, none of us could stay in werewolf form more than 30 to 40 seconds. So we were like, we would turn, do the, like, write maybe a couple of paragraphs... And then rest of the roleplay, you are just roleplaying as a werewolf, but you're just a human standing there, right? I'm just it's human. not good. Don't don't worry yeah. about me. Yeah. Yeah. So a werewolf form, like actual werewolf polymorph, would be very, very nice still. But we mentioned it a lot back then, we mentioned it after, and they just don't do it. They still don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. So the pumping pumpkin spectre, another returning polymorph which turns you into a shiny scarecrow-ish, mm -hmm. I guess. It's not even a scarecrow. I don't know what it is. It's a, it's essentially a scarecrow. I mean, you're, yeah, you're right it's in there. It's more like a spriggan. You're right, because there, there is a scarecrow, like a true scarecrow one. I think that's like the next mm -hmm. polymorph. Uh, you are right. Yes, it, it is almost like this weird spriggan, pumpkin head hybrid thing. So, yeah. Yep. And this is from October 23 to 27. And there's this Scarecrow. Um, yep, that is... Again, October 23 to 27. Yep. This is actually a very nice polymorph. I think I have that too. Because I think I bought it originally when it came out. <laughs> so there's a good chance I have all these already. Yep. But, you know. Yeah. Um, the Style pa Parlor. I'm going to... Like, these are all, again, limited items. I'm just going to skip them over because I'm getting very tired. Yo, yeah, and no, we, we still can... have these sermons to do. Yeah. Uh, the Deep Elf Executioner's Hood. So these are basically the dark hood of an executioner. Um, the Moon Shadow Wings Mask. I don't even know what this is. Um, apparently, Azura's Cultists weird this or something like that. I uh, Looks fancy. I don't know. I, I feel like so much of this is like so lore breaking that I'm just like eh. potentially uh, another returning item all mask 
um, basically an oil mask. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, cat mask. If you want to look like Khajiit, but you're not. But I don't know why <laughs> anyone would want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, this doll mask, the Bella's doll mask. Um, if you are feeling naughty, I guess. I you know, I actually do like that one though. That one actually is kind of neat overall. Like in mm-hmm. terms of design, it looks really really good. So oh yeah, it looks real well worked on. Yeah, and it would on. fit the cult of the Bella. Mm-hmm. So I I like that one. I don't actually think I own that, uh, but I'm not buying any crowns and I don't have any, so <laughs> I won't be getting it. But you know, that's that's kind of personal problem, uh... I guess. <laughs> The last item is Nightmare Demon Mask Pack, which is like clavicus vile looking ish. Yeah, it definitely Reminds feels clavicus vile. Yeah, and that's that's about it. Yeah, that's the end of Crown Store Showcase and our new section. Yep, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I guess at this point, um, my goodness, that's it. We're done. No, we're not. We actually have uh, some other stuff that we need to do. Hey, you're back. <laughs> All <Yep>. right. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Where are we at? Oh, I would be remiss if we didn't actually get to talk about, you know, our favorite thing, which is the 36 <laughs> lessons of Vivek. Yeah. It's that time. And we are on Sermon 13 really making our way through and as some people have already mentioned it we're really starting to get uh into the fun aspects of the mm-hmm. sermons <laughs> so we'll go ahead and we're going to talk about this and this one is actually incredibly metaphysical and kind of takes you like breaking the fourth wall because again we're dealing with that secret symbol uh, or syllable of royalty kime so This is 36 Lessons of Vivek, Sermon 13. These were the days of Restania, when Keimer and Dwemer lived under the wise and benevolent rule of the Amsovi and their champion, the Hortator. When the gods of Veloth would retreat unto their own to mold the cosmos and other matters, the Hortator would at times become confused. Vivek would always be there to advise him, and this is the second of three lessons of ruling kings. The secret syllable of royalty is this. You must learn this elsewhere. The temporal myth is man. The magical cross is an integration of worth of mortals at the expense of their spirits. Surround it with a triangle and you begin to see the triune house. It becomes divided into corners, which are ruled by their brethren, the four corners. Baal, Dagon, Malek, Sheog. Rotate the triangle and you pierce the heart of the beginning place. The foul lie, the testament of the irrefutable for a span. Above them all is the horizon where only one stands. Though no one stands there yet. It is proof of the new. It is a promise of the wise. Untold the whole. And what you have is a star which is not my domain, but not entirely outside my judgment. The grand design takes flight. It is transformed not only into a star, but a hornet. The center cannot behold. 
It becomes devoid of lines and points. It becomes devoid of anything and so becomes a receptacle. This, it is usefulness at the end. This is its promise. The sword is the cross and the alms of ye is the triune house around it. If there is to be an end, I must be removed. The ruling king must know this and I will test him. I will murder him time and again until he knows this. I am the defender of the last and the last. To remove me is to refill the heart that lay dormant at the center that cannot hold. I am the sword. I am the star. Set the mechanism that allows the transformation of the world. Ours is the duty to keep the compromise from being fulfilled with Black Sea. The Charmot sleeps at the center. He cannot bear to see it removed. The world of reference. This is the folly of the false dreamer. This is the amnesia of dream, are its power, are its circumvention. This is the weaker magic, and it is barbed in venom. This is why I say to the secret to swords is the mercy seat. It is my throne. I am become the voice of Almsavi. The world will know me more than my sister and brother. I am psychopomp. I am the killer of weeds of Veloth. Veloth is the center that cannot hold. I am is the plot. Set is the ending. I am the enigma that must be removed. These are why my words are armed to the teeth. The ruling king is to stand against me and then before me. He is to learn from my punishment. I will mark him to know. He is to come as male or female. I am the form he must acquire. Because a ruling king that sees in another his equivalent rules nothing. This is what was said to the Hortator when Vivek was not whole. The ending of the words is Om Sylvie. Okay. So, oh wow, the eagle of this guy. <laughs> it, it is, but this is actually really neat because this is a foreshadow. This is a foreshadow of the Nerevarine at this point. Because you notice here at mm-hmm. the end, he talks about the Charmot. All right. And yep. you actually happened to run across a couple dreamers. You remember they talked about the dreamers when playing Morrowind? Yeah. yeah. And I uh, mean, th- <laughs> one of the naked dunmers that attacked me was a dreamer. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Isha, thank you for the compliment. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed the reading. I always I always have fun reading these. Um, the Charmot sleeps at the center. He cannot bear to see it removed, the world of reference. Okay? This is the folly of the dreamer. This is the amnesia of dream. Are its power, are its circumvention. This is the weaker magic, and it is barbed venom. So the Charmot at this point controls the heart of Lorcan, right? Hmm. The thing that allowed Vivek, I guess, quote unquote, to achieve Kaim, right? He has the divine power now. The thing that allows him to be more than what, you know, a simple Dunmer. <laughs> so yeah. the Charmot sleeps at the center, referring to the Red Mountain, where the heart is contained. He cannot bear to see it removed. A heart of Lorcan, the world of reference. Remember, the word or the world of reference referring specifically in this case to, I believe, Nern. 
because remember the story of the heart of Lorcan when Trinimac tore the heart from Lorcan and when they tried to destroy it, they couldn't, and the heart laughed, saying that it could. If I died in order. Um, it, it, it was, um, Something I'm like trying that. to remember the exact line, but it, oh, what is the exact line? It's going to kill me now. Uh, you cannot destroy this heart because, um, this was created to satisfy the other, meaning that is entirely tied to Nern, that Lorcan is tied mm-hmm. to Nern. Um, now, where is it at? I am, I am the killer of weeds, the Vela, uh, I am as the pot set is the ending. I am the enigma. All right, there it is. Veloth is the sender that cannot be held or hold. I am is the plot. Set is the ending. I am the enigma that must be removed. Okay. They are talking about their eventual downfall. Right here, this line, the eventual downfall of the tribunal. I am is the hmm. plot. Because if you remember the idea of the tribunal expansion when they start to lose their power, I am... Uh, or Amalexia at this point is going insane and actually ends up killing yeah. Set. Set, or in this case, mm-hmm. uh, so the cell. So he is the ending. I am the enigma that must be removed with Vivek disappearing from the world at the end of the third era. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The ruling king to stand against me and then before me. He is to learn from my punishment. I will mark him to know. He has come as male or female. I like here he has come as male or female. He doesn't make reference to one or the other because this is the mm-hmm. player character in Morrowind. <laughs> I am yeah, the form no. he must acquire. I am the form he must acquire. In, in other words, the power to, you know, to be divine. Because the ruling king that sees an other, his equivalent rules nothing. Now, I like this line, and this kind of brings us out of what I consider to be the the game, and we start going into more metaphysical aspects. Because he who sees someone as an equivalent rules nothing is an idea that I brought forward in the last episode talking about um, the idea of kind being related to a game mechanic, being able to cheat the system to, you know, essentially form the Mm -hmm. world as you want. I know some people really don't like that concept, but some of these ideas and the way they describe kind, there's no other way around this particular aspect. Like, I don't think you can hide from the fact that this was put into the game and clearly references the meta top, like the breaking the fourth wall, as you say, to, to, you know, separate that out. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was one more line that I really, really liked. All right. Where on the rest stand, there's one yet. The proof promised the wise, my domain. Sorry, I'm trying to find it because I want to bring it forward, but I don't see it. Maybe I think it's somewhere else. Okay, rotate the triangle and pierce the heart of the beginning place. Uh, I think that comes in a later episode, so I'm going to save what I was going to say for a later episode because okay, I don't I don't want to jump ahead because it actually explains the idea of the triune and then the mm. and the house of corners turn it on its side and you see the secret tower that's when we're going to start getting into some tower lore so mm. i mean i don't want to jump ahead so we're going to go ahead and, and postpone okay. that till 
till mm. next till a later sermon. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that that kind of reaches the end of our show arc. I think we're. Oh wait, 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 wait. Wait what? I don't have it in the notes, but we do have an email. Ah, okay. Let me. Ow, my cat just bit me. <laughs> Let me go ahead and pull this up. I apologize. I wanted to add it to the notes and I didn't. So, um, this was actually written to us from uh, Voodoo Platypus. Okay, and this was actually the what I mentioned last week about special effects. So again, um, as a reminder from last week, be sure to check out uh, the live stream that these guys are doing listen to our last episode i have all that information i'm sorry my nose my cat just rubbed up against it so now it's covered in fur (laughs) and now it itches so so yeah they are doing the snowborn fundraising effect that is going to be friday the 13th which you're probably going to be in game anyway to find out what that special event is so if you play on the eu side uh i think that i think they said ps4 i'm sorry i should have looked it up but i think ps4 yeah yeah, ps4 Definitely check out this uh, special effect uh, charity stream on the 13th. So definitely do that. But anyway, uh, hi there, Tails and crew. Just wanted to shoot you a quick thank you note for mentioning the Shadowborn fundraising event for special effect for next Friday the 13th on last week's episode. Much, much appreciated. Now, words of appreciation aside, I want to talk to you about something even more serious. That's right. I'm talking about player satisfaction slash frustration. Now, this is a really good email. So it's kind of long, but it was it was really good. So I'm going to read it anyway. From actively listening to the past few dozen episodes and comparing to what uh, comparing that to my catch up marathon of previous Tales podcast, there has been a shift in overall tone. It seems clear that the growing level of irritation has come as a result of Zoss's focus focusing quite a lot of attention on the crown store and more horrifically the addition of crown crates and of course the controversy that that brought those to the table. I started out as an ESO Plus subscriber and I would prefer the game were full on subscription based. But that is a horse that is so dead it has been rejected by even the shadiest of airlines to be turned into non-vegan travel cuisine. <laughs> Thank you. I used to subscribe month to month and always look forward to my little crown stipend. But then something got offered in the crown store that I uh, that meant I had to buy crowns. And so I did, albeit begrudgingly. Then more st- cool stuff came. More crowns got spent. I shifted to a multi-month subscription, partially because the return on investment was better. Plus the crowns were a lot immediately. So there was this huge boost to my banked currency. Despite this, however, my cycle, a cycle began to emerge, uh, and I had to get, um, and I had to get myself back in check. Months went by, and I recognized my spending patterns, all easily justifiable in that ESO is my primary means of entertainment, and I have no excessive bills to pay. So I made sure, uh, to spend no more on ESO vanity items than I would if I went out to dinner slash movies with friends, etc. It's all cosmetic, not pay to win, and from my perspective, it adds to and enhances much of my gameplay enjoyment. I can customize characters more fully, and this makes the the now more enjoyable. Yes, I would prefer these things to be added into the game as in-game rewards, not pull from my ca- uh, pull the cash from my wallet expenditures. But in the free-to-play model, I guess we have to just accept this for the time being. 
Because I enjoy ESO so much, I have grown to just take this bad with the rest of what I consider to be so good. Today, only PlayStation Store sales on crowns receive my disposable income. I try to plan ahead for splurge months, but Sony and Zoss don't get my cash for full, uh, but Sony and Zoss don't get my cash for full retail price. I've listened to debate about the pros and cons of the increased pricing, the shady at best marketing practices, and I can agree with arguments presented on both sides. The Zoss approach and the Bethesda approach are not equal to one another, and I'm glad you guys have been clear to specify that the Zoss marketing team is the culprit in the ever-darkening scenario. Zoss is the parent uh, company to Bethesda. I think you mean Zenimax Online Media, not Studios, but I, I get what you're saying. So they make the rules. We, the players who buy the crowns, are still ultimately responsible, however. Only we can offer feedback that Zenimax Media will hear, but not with angry form rants, heated podcast discussions, or even word of mouth. It is only with our wallets that big businesses receive feedback that can be understood. As long as it costs less via employee paychecks or inc- uh, incidental costs of marketing of said products, then uh, is generated by sales of crowns themselves, the cycle will invariably continue. As Jello says, it is what it is. I just hope that ESO brand isn't forever tainted as a result. Um, and he went on, and it's actually kind of funny, because I actually mentioned this ahead of time. Um, but... I'll, I'll kind of summarize this one because I did talk about it before, but it, it turns out like that the president of the board of directors for Zenimax Media is uh, Robert S. Trump, the little brother mm-hmm. of of Donald Trump. And yeah. if I know he made mention of this, and I made mention of it too when they first went by to play, that he is the president of Trump Management Inc. Um, so they are this huge financial dynasty here like that's what they do they make money right so there's very little chance that zenimax media will be backpedaling on this very aggressive marketing approach because it makes money and that's what it is so it'll actually probably only get worse (laughs) um so that was hopefully not well yeah so the hard part is finding a way to turn your brain off and this is very much true uh, to still enjoy the game when commercialism has become a rampant influence and will surround you at every time you zone into a major trading hub. What is the solution aside from learning not to care other than leaving that is? That brings me to my point, my concern, if you will. The obvious growing frustration leads to dedicated, loyal, and passionate players moving on to greener pastures you know, and other games. A person will only take so much of something they find offensive or insulting before they throw in the towel. I just want to reaffirm that your work with Tales of Tamriel is valuable to many of us, and I hope your frustration doesn't lead you to, to option B, say goodbye to ESO. So please don't leave us to jealous and everyone, anyone else. You're our only hope. Okay, maybe not your only hope, but a hope still. <laughs> As always, don't feel like you need to read this, but I did. Um you know, and, uh, blah, blah, blah. It was work. I work for, um, I'm work on break and mostly just wanted to personally send a message of gratitude over to you. Keep up fantastic work, guys. I know it is sometimes hard to remain loyal and passionate about something being bastardized in front of your eyes. Elder Scrolls is still and will always be an impressively rich world full of magic and lore that no volume of insane marketing employees can destroy, only truly devalue. 
He's right there. He is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly <laughs> speaking, I can tell you right now, if this were any other game, any other game, I would have quit a long time ago because it, Elder Scrolls is something that I love. Like, I really oh, do. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. the Elder Scrolls lore, everything about it, the world. You know, if this was still a complete sub game, oh my goodness, would <laughs> I, you know, and things were in, uh, I wouldn't even be looking at other games. You know what I mean? Like, there would be no other games in my eyes. This would be the only thing. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, that's not the world we live in right now. These, these microtransactions really do, um, mm-hmm. cause issues. And I mean, he is right. Like, outside of turning off your brain or learning not to care, that is honestly one of my biggest issues of getting into ESO at the moment is the, like you said, the increasing amount of, of commercialization. It just, it's disgusting to see. It really is. It just, it's, um, and it, it, it does make it very hard. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, as you point out in the email, I, I highly doubt it's going to change. And I don't think any of this will change. I think it will only get worse. I don't know. Ark, what, what are your thoughts? Do you have any? I mean, I, I, I want to be reassuring to the listener. Uh, I can tell you right now. Um, oh, I can, I can assure him for one thing. I'm not letting Ak go anywhere. Well, there you go. If I'm waking up at 4 a.m. or if I'm staying up until 4 a.m. to do this podcast, there is no chance I'm letting him go anywhere and leave ESO or this podcast. That's not happening. There you, so there you go. You, you can be assured, like this, this will continue. I mean, I, uh, unless Zenimax Online does something so stupid, like basically, like if they go pay to win, actually. Like, so I actually, cosmetics. I, I, I do ahead. have a question for you, actually. And I don't mean to interrupt you because you are right. Uh, but here's something that uh, was brought to my attention. You, you know, their new. Their transmogrifications, not transmogrification, their transmutation system, right? Yep. Um, what do you think about this? Was actually brought up, and it was actually a very interesting thing. And I think this could actually be very detrimental to the game. Is what happens if they add the transmutation crystals to the crown store? Because technically, them in game. Yeah, but technically speaking, that's pay to win. You are paying for the best not stats really. on gear. Yeah, but I mean, you are not. You still have to research the trade, and you can still get the um, things in the game. So that's not really mm. pay to win, right? I mean, well, no. I, by 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 very definition, anytime you can pay for power in the game, that is pay to win, because oftentimes, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't that should be like? You can get it on the store, like you can pay for it, but you can't. Like, if you don't pay for it, you can't get it anyway. Mm. Like, there is no way you can get it. That is, that is, that is pay to win as well, and that's obviously a way. Uh, I mean, that's full on pay to win. Oh yeah, no, that's there's no. I mean, technically speaking, you're right, but what what happens when they start changing it to the point where? Uh, it's not as effective. Like, especially, they've already nerfed the drop rates several times on crystals. 
Hmm. If the only real quick and effective way to get your crystals is by, you know, and that is, that is something that they did, uh, in other games as well. Like, uh, Lord of the Rings Online is, is, is good for this because they added in ways that you could, uh, convert your relics or whatever your legendary items to make them more powerful you could do it in the game as well the problem was it took so long to do it in the game that it it wasn't reasonable yeah i agree that's if that's the case because that's a marketing trick like that's that's something we learn um it's mostly about mobile monetization but this is actually a monetization topic in game design that you don't make an item exclusive to the in-game shop, that the, um, the real money shop. You give it in-game, like you make it available in-game, but you make it so that, you know, you don't give it too much, so people actually, you know, need to buy it, but you don't make it too little either. Yeah. Yeah. So people will go, okay, this is pay to win. There's a, there's a fine balance there. There's a formula there. And this is actually a monetization topic that is teached in classes. Yeah. So, um, if they do that, then I agree. That, um, it's it's bad. And you know, when when I say like, I assure you, I won't let that go from ESO or Tales. If ESO goes to pay to inside, and if it's as you just said, you know, if it's you need to get forty. Rewards of the worthy. I'm just giving an example, but uh, yeah. if you need 40 rewards of the worthy males to get one item retreated, then it's stupid if it's available in the crown store as well. Yes. Because getting 40 rewards of the worthy, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Um, then, yeah. yeah. And if it gets to that point, um, I don't say I'm going to quit ESO because I. Play. I don't play ESO for min-maxing or hardcore endgame. I, I play ESO for um, people I play it with, like robots, storms, you know, uh, yeah. people from the EU side, people from the Wings of Fate. Um, as long as they continue to play the game, I'll continue to play it as well, or at least be interested in it. Um, you know, join the hype, join the events when I can, and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but if we get too salty about the game, there is no point. Like, if every podcast we happen to be ranting and if every podcast we happen to be angry about the game, then that's not a fun podcast. That's that's like creating a YouTube channel for angrers like Angry Joe, uh, you know? And <laughs> the funny thing is some sometimes theme. people like that hate casting stuff, but, you know, it's not a very fun fun show for us to do so if it would get oh, like yeah. that you know i can tell you right now i don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon um mm-hmm. i i am following a lot of indie titles obviously i mean the network follows them but at the very minimum they're two year two plus years out so at that point in time eso will be hitting six seven years old you know i it depends if there's some big changes maybe you know i'm not saying i'm going to quit in two years or anything of that nature like because i already run multiple shows now it's not like i can't do it um but it will very much depend on how the game goes but at the very least yeah i'm not i'm not going anywhere anytime soon at the very least but because i still do enjoy the game i still do enjoy the lore i still do enjoy all that stuff 
It's just, you know, like you said, it's it's hard for me personally to shut off my brain only because the so much of the stuff that I enjoy doing, like collecting and stuff like that, is is all locked behind monetization in this game, right? Like the story can only get us so far. If I if I would actually sit down, right, and play ESO like exclusively, like if I had like eight hours a day, I could be completely done with the story and everything they have to offer in probably less than a month, right? So that's four shows. Then what would we talk about? Because it's not like I can be like, hey, Ark, so yeah, I've been really farming a lot to try to get that mount. Oh, wait. You know, <laughs> that that does not exist in this game. That type of gameplay that kept me in older games for so long does not exist in ESO. It just doesn't because it's everything cosmetic. Everything that is a reward that's not gear based is not a reward unless you pay with, you know, your credit card. And so I can't say, Ark, let's go farm uh, that dungeon for that, that, that raid or that 1% drop chance on that mount from the end boss. Mm-hmm. And I know some people don't really like that kind of gameplay, but I'll tell you what, that kept me in wow for like eight years. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that was kind of grinding. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you know that was that's always fun. That's something that I really enjoyed doing. And I mean, and those kinds of gameplay, those kind of cosmetic searching and hunting and stuff like that, kept me in the game way longer than I ever would have been in the game if I was just doing the content. Like there needs to be some level of of things for people to do that's not gear based because eventually you get all your gear you know and mm-hmm. and it gets boring at that point so and and ESO just does not do cosmetics well you know they just don't and at this point I don't see them changing it because I could tell you right now I've talked with several of the developers already we've had meetings with several of the developers mm-hmm. already we've expressed our concerns about how they're monetizing it's only gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. <laughs> yep. It's not like we haven't talked to them about it and said, hey, we don't like this. It's not like we haven't seen hundreds of forum posts going, this is bad. Has it changed? No, it hasn't. It's gotten worse. Because the developers, sadly, don't have any control over it. It's not, it's not the guys doing the coding or anything, you know, it, but they're, I mean, it's not their job to have, control over it or it's not their job to be concerned about it but whoever's doing the marketing side of this is made the decision to make this game Mm -hmm. very microtransaction heavy and they are sticking with that that is actually only becoming worse and we're seeing it you can't even deny that it's not so if you had hopes that it would change it's it's likely not their their marketing staff the guys who are making the call to do all these microtransactions they're they're setting their foot in and you're not going to see a change you won't we've brought it up multiple times and it's only gotten worse it's actually one of the reasons why a lot of and the community team and stuff like that has stopped talking to us about commute about microtransactions <laughs> yeah. because they know it's not going to change. You know, yeah. they know what they we know don't what like. They know what they're going to say as well. Yeah, <laughs> they know what we're going to say, Just and they, what we said. Yeah, they're not going to. They can't change it. They know they can't change it. 
So it's at this point, it's worthless to make these calls. I know it's kind of doom and gloom, but you can make your calls. You can, you can, uh, write your form post, but the people making decisions aren't reading the forms. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't. And it's evident. I mean, I, 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 I challenge anyone who can prove me wrong to say, yeah, no, they're listening because they're not. They're just not. So I don't know. Here's one good thing, though, as a final thought. Yeah. You've been doing this show for 156 episodes. I've been here for about 40 episodes. And we've been talking lore, you've been talking lore, and we probably just scratched the surface of the entire Elder Scrolls lore. And there is one thing they can't monetize, and that's the lore. So as long as there is lore to talk about, we have some things to talk about. So... Our episodes yeah. might be a lot shorter, but <laughs> but they can still be there. Even even if we like stop playing Elder Scrolls Online entirely for whatever reason, there is still a massive Elder Scrolls lore that we only barely probably scratched the surface. So and there are the single yeah. player games. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean those. I mean the entire Elder Scrolls lore, like not just yeah. Elder Scrolls Online and its quests. I mean. Like, from the Merethic era to the Fourth Era, there is, like, thousands of years yeah. in timeline. So there, there, there are a lot of things to talk about still. Don't worry. Who knows? If I quit ESO, maybe I'll actually give Oblivion another shot. No, it's not going to happen. Well, you better quit ESO then. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. Uh, definitely not going to happen. But, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. But... No. Yeah, I know, Rick. I'm sure that I really do appreciate your email. I really do. And I'm really glad that you enjoy the show. And we do love all of our fans. You guys are the best. And we're really glad you enjoy the show. Um, but I know one thing that, that when I started the show, I, I was always going to say that this was a show that I was going to do because I enjoyed it. Right? Mm-hmm. This is something I'm going to do because I enjoy doing it. When I stop enjoying is when I'm going to stop. And to be honest, I mean, I'm still enjoying doing the show. I still enjoy doing this every week. I I love it. Like, this is something that's not going to change. In fact, obviously, you can tell it's not going to change because I've added more shows to the repertoire of stuff I do every week. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you have to worry about us going anywhere anytime soon. So we'll be here to hopefully continue to entertain you with ESO. Uh, and I shouldn't say you so, but Elder Scrolls lore and, you know, uh, bring you a little break from the real world and bring you into Tamriel. It may not always be in the second era, but we plan on continuing to, to bring you into Tamriel. Sometimes it's in third era with naked Dunmers, but it is what it is. Well, I guess we should say there's naked Dunmers in every era. It's just, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's nudity in a lot of our conversations. This just so happens to be depending on the timeline. Ark, this is the end of the show. Yeah. Where can people find you, buddy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Arkaneer. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Arkaneer. Um, you can email me at Arkaneer at gmail.com. All of that is um, A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R. Right. I think that's about it. I think that's it. Yeah. And I definitely encourage everyone to go out and to give uh, Ark 
a follow on his Twitch. I mean, I do, I encourage the same thing for our Twitch too, because I know I've been trying to, uh, stream a lot more. Like I've been streaming not as often as, as Ark, but almost every day that I'm playing, I am streaming unless I'm not feeling good. So I know we're both doing that, but Ark has been streaming almost every day. So if you get a chance, go follow him, give him, give him some support, let help him build his channel. Cause he's, he's doing a lot of fun stuff and his stuff like here at DCN, we, we kind of have a, a policy that we're only kind of following games that fit in the RPG dungeon crawler type stuff. But if you like more of a variety, Ark uh, will give I you the variety. Yeah, <laughs> he will give you that variety. So definitely, definitely give him a follow. I know he's really been working hard to to build up his channel. And uh, thank you. You should go do that. Uh, you can follow everything we do, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. I encourage you to go there to find everything, because that's where we actually have links. If you don't want to go to DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com to find the links to all of our stuff, like Twitch and Facebook and YouTube and uh, uh, Twitch, you can just do go to all those places and probably put a slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork, and you'll find us, because that's pretty much our name everywhere we go. So definitely check that out. Give us a follow on the social media. If you enjoy this podcast... Go leave us a review on iTunes because that helps us out more than almost anything else because that lets people know that we are a real podcast, that we say words, and sometimes they're relevant, but all the time it has naked Dunmer. All right, guys. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you next week on Tales of Tamriel. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone. To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end